Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books with Zivi. I'm the host, Zivi Owens. I am an author. My latest is blank, pub date March 1st, a novel. I'm also a podcaster, obviously, a publisher, a bookstore owner, and so much more. If you love books, you're in the right place. In fact, we call it the Zivyverse, or really, the LA Times called it the Zivyverse, and we're going with it. Go to ZivyOwens.com to learn more and follow me on Instagram at ZivyOwens. So this episode is coming out on Thursday, February 29th, which means that tomorrow my novel Blank comes out. This is part of the Blank Week on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. And today I am being interviewed by my adorable, wonderful husband, Kyle Owens, who is the co-founder of Morning Moon Productions. They released a movie called Wildflower, which is available streaming on Hulu and He used to be a tennis coach and a tennis pro and all the good things. And I thought he would be someone good to interview me about my book. So listen to us banter. And because Blank comes out tomorrow, which I am freaking out about, I hope you will all get ready tomorrow to pop into your local independent bookstore. You can go in today and ask them to order it so it's ready for you. You can go in tomorrow. You can find signed copies all over New York City. On Boston, I'll be signing copies all over there. I'll be heading across the whole country doing tour events. And I hope you will follow along with me. I hope you'll buy it for your book club and read it. And thanks for coming along on this wonderful ride with me. I can't believe the book is coming out tomorrow. I really can't. Tonight, there's a big event at Bedford Playhouse. It's not too late. You can still snag a ticket with Annabelle Moynihan. And I hope you will come to that. And if you're anywhere near Bedford, New York, it's not that far. If you're in New York City, you can just hop in the car or take a train. Why not? And then tomorrow night, I have an event with Ariana Huffington at Girls Right Now. 
on Sunday. I'll be at Newtonville Books. You can still snag a ticket to that too. And I'll be with Hannah Halperin over at Thistle and Leak. So come to that. And Tuesday, I'll be at P&T Knitwear here in New York City. I hope that you enjoy this episode. I hope that you read and love blank. I hope that you tell friends because that is really how a book really takes off is if you tell a friend and you like it enough that you recommend it. So I hope that that is the case for blank. I have wanted to be a novelist since I was eight and now here it is. I'm 47 and a half and I finally did it and you are all going to be a part of it. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books with Kyle Owens this week interviewing Zibby Owens about her new book, Blank. Honey, how are you? Welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having Familiar me. Familiar territory that you're in here. Maybe we should have actually switched seats. <laughs> I'm in the guest seat still, even though I'm the host. So I think we're going to just dive right in. Okay. You know? Yes. And do some questions about, about Blank. Great. It's all very exciting. Usually, usually I wing it. Today I actually, I took a minute and I and I wrote down a few questions and things that I thought might so be. so sweet. You know, just putting in the time, love. Putting in the work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. So here we go. In no particular order, at what moment did you... <laughs> now I'm like, are these even of that blank? <laughs> <laughs> None of these questions Kyle has a track record of not reading books that he discusses. I, I, I did read this book. Well, to be fair... I read you an early draft. You read me an early draft of this book, and I was thoroughly impressed. I remember where I was pretty much in every scene that we read or that you read to me. Most of it was in L.A., I remember, and uh, most of it was in our living room there. And, yeah, I mean, what's not to love? By this point, I I would hope that many of you have read it or are about to— Start reading and pretty much know the premise, and uh, so you so you know it's uh, it's genius, and I and I love it so much. Thank you. So well, you do <clears throat> you do take credit for the idea. Despite, that was going to be one of my questions, which how did you come up with the idea? But I already knew. But it really was not you. It was really. I know it's hard. The young, to, the young lad in the house. It's hard to say that it was you know that it wasn't me. But I mean, I have a really great memory. You say that, but do you? I mean, I like to think I do. I know you I like, like to think you do. Out there, like you know, he's got a pretty good memory. <laughs> remember stuff. Remember birthdays. You know who you are out there. If you get a, a birthday text from me. So wait, right. why don't you tell how you think you came up with the idea for this book? I said something like, "Well, what if?" In what context? And where were we? Well, because it's so outrageous. We were in New York. We were in an area, in a room where they say the magic happens. Which area? The bedroom. Hmm. That's the bedroom. You've never seen cribs, I guess. But yeah, and you were like, you know, fishing around for some ideas. What if this? What if that? And I just thought, what's really outrageous? What's an idea that would just make you laugh? And that you would just be like, ha ha, no. And I said... Why doesn't she just hand it in blank? And you were like, oh, my God, honey. That's genius. This is literally not what happened. This is exactly No, I was happened. with at the dining room table. <clears throat> okay. And what did say? He said, why doesn't she just hand it in blank? I love the idea of giving the credit for this. It's going to be, you know, this incredible... Actor, okay, actually, I wasn't even, producer, we weren't even supposed director, to say his name. Singer. We weren't even supposed to say his name. We can cut, we can Okay, we'll beep out. his name out. Right, we'll beep his name out. But, yeah, no, just give him the credit. 
you know? Okay. We'll, we'll, agree, we'll agree to disagree. All right. Well, this is all going so well. <laughs> this, is, this is exactly how you want to, how to do an interview. It should be like a course on interviewing. All right. So now I guess this is like kind of almost negates this question, but, but not really. So at what moment... And try to be serious about this, okay? These are these are real, real okay, good okay. questions. Okay, okay. That I think your fans are going to want to know the answers to. At what moment did you say to yourself, "This is the idea, this is the concept, and these are the characters"? Well, I think we've established when, perhaps, the two different versions of when I came up with the, when I realized that this idea would be a great book. The characters that was a harder one. I just started writing this woman, Pippa, and I just tried to imagine what her life would be like. And I thought, well, it would be fun if she lived in L.A. because I'd like to be in L.A. all the time, even though I'm not. And what would her house look like? And what would her friends be like? And I just sort of went from there. All right. Well, that sort of brings me to the next question, which is which character in the book do you most identify with and which character was the most challenging for you to connect with? I most identify with Pippa, and it was the hardest for me to connect with... Like when you were writing it, you were like, oh, you know, it's it's a little difficult for me to write about this character or to get into the head of this character. What was a, a challenging character for you? I mean, maybe Ethan. Okay. Because yeah. I couldn't totally understand all his motivations all the time. That's, that's interesting. That's cool. All right, well, you know, I always like to say there's a little truth in every joke. Would you say, you know, the same about novels in general? And is there any sort of, any truth in this novel as well? I think there are emotional truths that pervade all novels. Because what it connects us to other people and to readers are the shared feelings that we all have. So those, are, those can be true. How you feel, how you feel when you're happy, when you're nervous, when you're, you know, with your camp crush, something like that. So camp crushes. Oh, camp crushes. All right. I think I've heard about a couple of your camp crushes before. <laughs> Now's the time. I didn't even ask about them. Still not, but all right. So your podcast, which we're on, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books, how has the success of that show changed your life? It has changed my life completely. The show has led to everything else. And without the show, I wouldn't have started the in-person events in the living room, which led to book fairs and salons, which ultimately led to Zippy's Bookshop, because that's basically what goes on there every day. And if it weren't for the podcast, I never would have met all of these authors. I never would have learned so much about writing and the process. And I knew nothing about it. I would have missed out on reading so many of these books because I read a lot for, you know, I would I would read a lot even if I was not doing a podcast, but here I, you know, read competitively essentially and like I've had access to the best books and that's helped me become a better writer and it's led me to meet amazing people and start new businesses and start my own publishing company and I don't know, it's led to everything. Yeah, no, absolutely has, and your you know your life has definitely taken taken some major you know leaps. I mean, I might say our lives, our lives for sure. But you know, this is this is a show about you here. So, with that being said, which I love that people say that, anyways. But uh, 
your life has taken some incredible turns in the past few years, as we just mentioned. How has it been for you to adjust to working with and becoming friends with some of your idols? That has been one of the best parts. I mean, I just interviewed Anna Quinlan again this week on Monday or something. And or maybe it was last week. Well, whatever, it doesn't matter. And when we got on, we we have become such buddies at this point that she got on and she's like, you know, the first time I didn't know who you were and I did this interview with you and we had a nice time and whatever. She's like, now I feel like I'm hopping on the Zoom with an old friend. And I was like, I feel the same way. She sends me shoe suggestions and we forward each other stuff all the time. And it's the craziest thing because I used to read her columns from early in her career and think, oh my gosh, like I relate to this woman, whoever she is, so much. And I love what she's writing and the way that she's writing it. And I kind of want to be this person, but I love what she does. And then I loved her fiction and have just been following her career for so long. And it is just as great as I'd imagined. She's really awesome. And, and now we're like, you know, so it's it's great. The people, sometimes when you read their books and you're like, oh, we would totally be friends. Turns out you actually would. You you probably would be friends. So for people, a lot of people come up to me and they're like, oh, I feel like we're friends. We probably would be friends. We have a special cameo, actually, an interruption from the scheduled episode. This was my, the my younger, brilliant, brilliant my, actor we were talking my about. My younger earlier. son is here. Okay, Kyle Ooh. thinks he came up with this idea. You think you came up with it. Tell us Ooh. the story when you we came up with this idea. need to set the record straight. I did it because I have a memory of doing it. And no, no, Whose I memory know. do you think is better, yours or Kyle's? Definitely mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's mine. So, since mine is better, I have a perfect story. So this was two years ago, three okay. years ago, maybe, you know. Yep, got it. The huge, and we were on the rug of my floor. Right? Cool. We had a carpet, and then we're sitting on it, right? We're talking about books. Said a really good idea. He said it was amazing, and then you said, but then you changed like basically everything. <laughs> so we were just sitting there on the carpet, and all of a sudden you said you should write a book about a blank no, book? No, 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 no. We were just talking about book ideas and book stuff. I said stuff, but I said stuff. Like, what did you say? I, I forgot, but my memory's really good. I, 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 <laughs> I remember it. I remember it. You're not building I a case did, Yes, okay. My case is that I have a memory for it, and I can remember things better than Kyle. Okay, right. so you think we were sitting on the carpet, and all of a sudden no, you no, said no, something, no, no, no. and I we're said— We're talking about books. We're talking about books. And then I said an idea, and you loved it, and then you changed it. I changed it to blank. No, it, it had something about blank. What was the original idea you had? I don't know. You don't know. Okay. But I, I knew I had one. I knew I, thought, I had one. I thought we were at the dining room table. No. I feel like the truth is coming out here. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I wrote it. Okay. I mean, I didn't write it. I came up with the idea. Okay, goodbye. All right, well, goodbye. We love you, and you're amazing. Hey, thank you. Hmm, that did not support my case. That did not support, <laughs> that did not support your case. No. Hey, grown-ups! The Cat in the Hat cast is a new podcast from Wondery, perfect for the whole family. Join the Cat in the Hat and your favorite Dr. Seuss characters as they get whisked away on a new adventure every week. Fish dreams of creating his very own polite and quiet podcast. That is, until he gets a surprise visit to his fishful podcast studio from the Cat in the Hat himself, and it becomes very clear that the cat 
has other plans for the podcast, and those plans are the opposite of quiet. The cat may be disruptive, but it turns out he's also a great help to get fish out of all kinds of predicaments. Bursting with music, silliness, and rhymes, the Cat in the Hat cast encourages us all to find fun that is funny in every episode. So sing along to new favorite songs, try your luck at Titanic Tongue Twisters, have some fun with wondrous wordplay, and most importantly, bring your family along for all of the adventures in the Cat in the Hat cast. Follow the Cat in the Hat cast on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to the Cat in the Hat cast ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or Wondery Kids Plus in Apple Podcasts. All right. So we were talking about how your life has taken some incredible turns and you're now, you know, working with and friends with, with these, you know, these authors that you've idolized for so long. And, and I know you mentioned Anna Quinlan, but the list really goes on. It's, it's really incredible and beautiful to watch for sure. Just getting back into writing. So as a young writer, because I don't know if a lot of people know, but you, you actually published your, you know, your first book when you were nine years old through your grandfather had a, a mini press book publishing company and published one of your books when you were nine. So you've been writing forever. And I know it's it's had its ups and downs and and whatnot. And I was just wondering, as, as a young writer, as so many are who listen to your show, was there ever a time when you thought about walking away or, or giving up that dream? And, and uh, you know, it's hard to sell a book. So was there ever a time when you, when you thought about walking away from it? Well, after Off Balance was rejected, when I was 28 or something, it took me a really long time to get back to it. I did not try writing another novel for at least a decade. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure I would be able to do it again. My heart was broken. But then I did. All right. And then it got rejected well, I'm again. I'm glad you did. <laughs> so speaking of, of the sort of rejections and, and whatnot, and, you know, once you became a, a published author, what has it been like? And, and you're obviously you're doing so much more so much more that people are commenting on. What has it been like for you to start reading reviews of your work or your art for that matter? And how has it affected you positively and or negatively? The good reviews make my day really exciting, make me very happy, like elated. And a lot of reviews come in through email because in the book at the end, I leave an email address for me. You did that in bookends. Are you doing that as well in blank? Yeah, it's actually the same email from bookends, but oh, don't tell okay. anybody. Yeah. Tell so a lot of people who read bookends just like used it again. They're like, I'm back. I've read blank now, which <gasps> oh, wow, is great. Okay. Yeah, it's really fun. So I get to hear from them directly, which is amazing. And they're, then they're in the verse now. They are. They're now yeah. in the Zippyverse. They didn't even know it. They didn't even know it. The bad reviews are not fun to read. <laughs> you know, I'm really sensitive, so I try now not to read anything other than five-star or four-star review comments. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I remember with you when we yeah. were sitting out by the pool. That's actually what I was just thinking. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and how we were reading. We, you, you read all the comments out loud to me about bookends. Right. And they were so bad. The, they were so bad. It was funny, though. It was funny the way you read them. It was funny but the it, way I read them. It was actually very yes. depressing. It was depressing, but obviously the way I read them was funny. But it was it was just sort of just comical. I mean, people taking the time to write these horrible reviews. It's just absolutely, it was just crazy. And it was, you know, it was a lesson. And not reading your own reviews. <laughs> not reading your own reviews and really just sort of, you know, going for it and, and not letting that dictate. So, I mean, I know better than everyone. 
I was going to say almost there, but I really do wholeheartedly know better than everyone how much work you put into this, into your all your different companies that you have, because I see the, you know, the off the record hours that you're logging. So I just want to know, like, what motivates you to show up day after day after day and put in the tremendous amount of work that it takes to keep up the Zibbyverse, if you will, <laughs> or Zibby Media, or Zibby Books, Zibby Publishing, Zibby's Bookshop, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books, your own books. You know, what, what gets you up and, and gets you to show up every day? That's a great question, Kyle. <laughs> I'll have to think on That's that. That's all I wanted out of it. We could just stop. <laughs> what motivates me? I think it's a lot of different things. One, I just happen to be a very sort of driven, motivated person, and my it's part of my personality. It always has been. Two, I, like you, have had a lot of loss, and I realized in my 20s that, you know, life is short is not just something people say, but that at any moment— you know, we could drop dead. I mean, you and I both had dreams last night. I hate to even say it out loud to like jinx anything. We both had dreams last both night. Both knocking on wood here. Both knocking on wood. We both had dreams last night that we each individually died. And I was convinced all day today, I didn't tell you this, that something terrible was going to happen. So was I. Yeah. I was literally walking to that yeah. random soap store. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, you're going to be like, yeah, I don't even know why he was going to that soap store. And I was thinking, I'm the only one who really knows why I was going to that soap store. Yeah. It was for soap, obviously. I guess people could have. I mean, they could have. They would. Yeah. They would have put that together. But anyway, and I'm like, oh, okay. Turns out we might die today. And you know what? I didn't change my behavior at all. I did all my emails. I confirmed all my tour events. I went to the event with the kids at at Temple. I did all the stuff that I would have done. So basically, I live every day. Well, you know, we were at your bookstore in Santa Monica last weekend and you were interviewing Joan Collins and she said something that really stuck with me, which is live every day like it's your last, which people say all the time, but how she ended that was because someday it will be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I've been thinking about that lately that, you know, someday it will be and just, just go for it say yeah. yes to everything and, and just sort of, sort of enjoy Yep. Every every minute. Which brings me to my to my last question, which is is almost sad because this has been so fun. But it's almost sad, you said. Well, uh, I mean, there are sadder things, you know. <laughs> you mean like we could just keep talking and turn we the microphone off? We could just keep. Well, we, we will. I would imagine. We might. I would hope yeah. So. <laughs> it, would be, it would be sad if we turned the microphone off and, and that we, was it, and we didn't talk for the rest of the night. <laughs> right. Which is also a possibility. Uh, but. I uh, just wanted to, to know a little bit, you know, it's been one year now. It is now February 2024. So it has been one year since you've opened Zibby's Bookshop in Santa Monica, California. And I was just wondering, you know, sort of just take us, take your fans through through a year of a dream come true of owning your own independent bookstore and how cool it is, and take us through the year real quick. It's almost good that it's in L.A. because I don't totally believe it. <laughs> like Because we're in New York. Because we're in time. New York most of the time. And then I go out there, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is so amazing. No, I'm kidding. I do a lot of work on email and calls and all of that to help you know run the store and everything else I need to do for it. But it's such a dream come true. It's just crazy. I go out there, and you know, I remember one time we went straight from the airport to the store, 
and didn't even get to the house until like, I don't know, 11. And you said something like, we haven't even been home all day. And I'm like, I feel like I have been home all day. Like when we get there and I go to the store, I feel just as at home almost. I mean, I try not to wear a bathrobe or something, but I feel just as at home at the store. I love it. I love being surrounded by books. I love having so many amazing authors come to the store. I love when readers come in and we recommend books and then they read the books, love the books, come back for more books. I mean, it's just amazing. And it's also just an honor being part of this whole ecosystem of writers and publishers and bookstore owners and this whole little mini universe out there that keeps stories pumping out and keeps books being printed and being, you know, lovingly wrapped up in tissue paper and taken home and unwrapped like the gifts that they are. And I am just honored to play even a tiny role in all of that. I do love that you wrap the books in brown paper, bag wrapping paper. I think that's just... It's called craft, craft paper. Is that what it's called? Craft paper and twine. Super nostalgic, and it just gives it, like, this sort of small-town bookstore vibe, and it's just so wholesome. Well, what, what is it like for you with, with our lives changing so much? I mean, when we got together, we, like, had time for SoulCycle. Yeah. No, I think it's really about just evolving and embracing and enjoying it, you know? Yeah. It just change is the, is the really only you know, constant in life. And our lives are are ever-changing. But what's nice is they're always, we're together. Um, we're changing together. We're evolving together. You have your own company that you've built up at the exact same time. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, not at warp speed like, like you, but yeah. And I think, you know, we're both sort of have the same goal of, you know, just trying to share stories with the world. And I, I, for those of you who don't know or who are not on Instagram or have been to Zippy Store, but there's a, there's a mural on the side of the building that you had custom painted, and uh, and it says at the top of it, stories are best when shared, and I and I firmly believe that, and you know my goal is to obviously be sharing stories through film and TV, and and yours are, are through books, whether it's your own books or the books that you're publishing, and. It's really beautiful, and I'm really, really proud of you. And I'm your your biggest fan, even though there's all these fans out there listening. But I'm your I'm your biggest fan, and I love you. And I just can't wait to see see where it goes from here. Buckle our seatbelts. Yeah. Who knows what's coming next? Buckle up. Buckle up. And you can get blank at Zippy's Bookshop. You can. You can get signed copies of blank at Zippy's Bookshop. Wow. And I'm sure you'll be doing an event there at some point soon. I well, you're going to be there. I'm, ho- be I'm, there. I'm hoping. God willing. March 21st. <laughs> no, it's in your calendar. Yeah, I will be there. So come down and see me. We'll take a <laughs> selfie. <laughs> I'll be doing lots of events all over the place. You can go to any city, all pretty over. much. Any, come to any city at any time and find me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for letting me guest host. Thank you for being such an incredible guest. Oh, I thank you. Here on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books with Kyle Owens, <laughs> filling in for the Zibby Owens. <laughs> Thanks, honey. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. 
Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. 